0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime Podcast. I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen.
2: And I'm mad at Skype.
0: And Hello. I'm Red,
2: and I'm, I'm here to did. tell you
0: about the Transformers.
1: <laughs> that's I I feel like that's that's me at work some days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, because today we are talking about Armada, so you know it's going to take us. Well, we got fifty-two episodes, uh, a bunch of comic, uh, a bunch of comic books, uh, a bunch of those little packs of Minicons. Yum, jam. Let me
1: tell you, let me tell you about my Armada fanon. I have so much <laughs> Armada fanon.
0: Oh, oh, indeed. Well, oh, great toy line, not so great fiction for the most part. A decent comic book. Hmm. Took a while to get going. But uh, no, today's episode is entitled Armada Transformers Prime, episode number thirty-six, written by Matt Wayne. Uh, this is his first uh, Transformers episode, but he has written a ton of other stuff. Uh, as always, we have to go back in the uh, back in the archives to find out the old shows that he wrote for.
1: <gasps> what did he write for? Uh,
0: wrote a bunch of uh, a b- bunch of Justice League Unlimited.
1: Ooh. Hmm.
0: Uh, Some spectacular Spider-Man, a whole bunch of Ben Ten, and uh, most recently he wrote uh, that Scooby-Doo direct-to-video movie that was wacky races, but with pro wrestlers.
1: What? Oh, (laughs) I mean, I knew that was a thing. I didn't know that that that. was written by—I don't know—a writer.
0: I mean, I mean, it was written by a person. I didn't know it was written. Yeah, no, we just brought a bunch of uh, wrestlers into the uh, studio and told them to uh, to start uh, ad-libbing.
2: Oh, that that could go very badly. I mean, could go very well, too. They're wrestlers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get those men on the mic. In fact, it may contain the last appearance of uh, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty. Hey, daddy. The uh, the late Dusty Rhodes. What? Uh, but anyway,
2: I maybe, maybe we should review that instead. It is um The Undertaker hanging out with the groovy ghoulies or anything? I
0: don't even know The Undertaker is in that one.
2: Probably not. He's sort of gone away in the last few years, but not entirely. But
0: uh, technically yeah. retired. I mean, usually it's a thing. There, there's, there's enough wrestling turnover where by the time one of these animated things comes out, like a couple of the guys have retired or quit.
2: Yeah, or... Been fired?
0: Or, some... I don't know, murdered somebody?
2: Died suddenly. Well, not, not as much dying anywhere. They're, they're, they're better on the health, although they're still not paying the wrestlers health insurance, but they're, they're generally doing better.
0: And yeah, I do not know most of the wrestlers in this, but The Undertaker is not included. It does have uh, The Miz. Mm.
2: Uh,
0: Dusty... Oh, no, my mistake. It does have The Undertaker, uh, Triple H... Ah. Stardust.
2: Triple Triple H. Oh, Stardust. Oh, I think Stardust left. Or am I thinking of Gold Dust. I always confused the two. Right, I
0: think. Isn't he... He's Dusty Rhodes' son or something.
1: Yes?
0: Anyway, this episode. Armada.
1: Anyway, this episode, I'm going to (laughs) just tell you all my Minicon origin fanon.
0: (laughs) Sadly there is not a mini con to be found in this, nor does anybody get called Leader One mistakenly.
1: Aww. <laughs> it's sad. I think basically for- my entire philosophy on on Armada on the mini cons just originated from the fact that Leader One in his packaging was in like his own little bubble on on the card on the backing. And that just seemed like it was protecting him from Megatron. And it just (laughs) all went from there. It all proceeded from there. My babies. My tiny robot (laughs) babies.
0: So we open, as they say, In Media Res... Bulkhead has had a real rough night.
1: Yeah, this is a very cold, cold open.
0: Uh, well, i what? Yeah, let's see.
1: This is an exceptionally it, it, it very much, cold open. This is like
0: it feels like we missed an
2: episode. Cold open.
1: This is yes. this is uh. some J-Row bullshit. Cold open.
0: <laughs> I was going to say it's uh, Bulkhead is Bradley Cooper in The Hangover.
1: that works he wakes up
0: i guess he's more of a zach galifianakis though
2: yeah he he wakes up looking out the moon door so things are not looking up for him
1: they're looking down well he needs to be looking up because you know if he looks down it's very far
0: so eventually he figures out that he uh you know He's on the nemesis, and he doesn't remember how he got on the nemesis, so things are probably bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Something bad probably happened.
0: Yeah, he can't get a message to base, so he, uh, you know, pokes around the ship, uh, runs into Starscream.
1: He's, and- he does a very good... <laughs> he's sneaking, and he's talking to himself about how he needs to be sneaking. It's pretty great.
0: He should be making, like, speaking of Scooby-Doo, he should be making, like, tiptoe noises. <laughs> Also, there should be a scene where there's a big hallway at doors and he's running through them with a bunch of Viacons
1: Yes. Ah, oh, if only that was the whole episode. I mean, it kind of is, but not literally. Yeah.
0: But no, indeed, he does, uh, he does run into Starscream. And, you know, they try to bargain because, you know, Starscream is kind of their uneasy ally at the moment. But uh, there's no dice. And Starscream pulls out the, uh, he plays the cliff jumper card again.
1: Yeah, he yeah. likes that. Oh, he likes my. letting everyone know that he killed an Autobot one time.
0: Because Starscream is Al Bundy, and killing Cliff Cliffjumper was his football game. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah,
2: accurate. Yeah. Anyway, Bulkhead doesn't take too kindly to that, and just starts pounding him into the floorboards,
0: like he beats him to death.
1: Literally, stop! Yeah, stop! And he's then already he's like, dead. you left me no choice. Like way to justify murder. <laughs>
0: yikes like who do you think you are rc
1: yeah mm. yeah you yeah, which um
2: actually bulkhead might have a higher body count in show than rc now
0: well i mean he certainly killed a lot of vehicons and he yes. really gruesomely killed that one Vehicon where he was all miko look away and then yeah. he just pulled his robot guts out yeah, and <laughs> there was the
2: time he killed like a dozen vehicons at once
0: oh yeah of course, we're not entirely sure how alive they are, and spoilers, we're not entirely sure how alive this Starscream is, either.
2: <gasps> what? I, oh. We'll get into that in a couple minutes.
0: Indeed. Cut back. 24 hours ago.
1: Yes, even get a little thing on the screen letting you know tick, tick
2: 24 hours 24, ago. tick, 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 tick. What was the 24 <laughs> sound effect? I never
0: actually watched that show. Beep, beep. Beep! Oh, beep! Beep! beep. It was—it was it was, it was a bunch of beeps.
1: 20, 20, 24 hours to Except go. Except like when
0: something really sad or dramatic oh, happened at the end, the end of an episode, it? no beeps. It was silent.
2: Oh, oh, the sadness of no beeps. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: so unfor- So now we cut to Miko being menaced by a cougar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Why is an older woman hitting on Miko? What?
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it. it there, there was a thing where I guess they just didn't have any. Idea what to do with his daughter, so there was just like a several episodes where she was like cornered by a mountain lion. <laughs> oh, oh, that's dumb. Yes, it was. I'm- also, we never saw him poop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? Uh, I shit! I swear I've seen that, although it was probably like a SNL skitter or some thingy. I yeah, I mean it was it was a
0: big gag at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, cut back 24 hours earlier, Starscream goes back to the Harbinger, which was the crashed ship that he was using as his base of operations, uh, back in Partners. And he's looking, you know, he's running, he, you know, remember he is cut off from the Decepticons. He needs Energon. There is nothing in the ship. But what he does find are protoforms. <laughs> And apparently, blank protoforms.
1: They've got, like, well, their heads are kinda. somewhere between Viacons and Rom the Space Knight.
0: Yes. They are very Rom Space Knight. And also, they kind of look like those little wooden models that artists have.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, well they're, to, they're. To do
0: poses. Armature,
2: armature thingies, little guys. They're simple, but. Yeah. Yeah, the faces are like Viacons, but their eyes light up like Rom
1: the Space Knight with
2: two distinct eyes. It's.
1: So, I odd, have a theory but- now. I have a okay. theory that there are basically two levels of of being alive as at least a Decepticon is these protoforms and presumably Vehicons like maybe they just don't have sparks maybe they're like some kind of artificial intelligence just soulless intelligence
0: so they're kind of like on the level of like C3PO
1: I guess, I, yeah. I, I, it's
2: it's weird that we never, unless it happens in a later episode, we get an explanation because this would be the perfect spot because they do kind of look like Viacons and Viacons all look the same. And what Starscream does is copy, they don't
1: have sparks visible. Copy yeah, and,
2: himself into the these protoforms as if like maybe Viakons are all copies of one dude, like they are clones for the Clone Wars or some shit. Yeah, and but there's it, no.
1: Implication that these protoforms are, like in Beast Wars, the protoforms were people. Whether yeah, that's they the were. Thing. Except
0: I think these, some of them weren't. I think this one might be, a, these ones might be blanks.
1: Yeah. Well, but they don't say that. They just say,
2: Starscream just says protoforms. Yeah. Which, like, there should be a spark in there. Or use a different word, people. Because <laughs> he could so just what, be poking saying with is. These
1: is they have like terrifying homunculi you know non people people going around <laughs> doing all their hard work and that's why they're intelligent but it doesn't matter if you kill them because they don't have souls.
0: Yeah, I mean again I think it's it's like a, it's like a Star Wars droids thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, like you know everybody would be sad if C3PO died, but he's also not a person.
2: Um... Yeah, but like he doesn't look exactly like a normal person, whereas Starscream binary bonds with these protoforms and makes exact copies of himself with his memories and personality.
0: So, or, I don't know, maybe more like a Terminator, then.
2: Maybe? But there's no, like, visual distinction between them at all.
0: They're no. exactly the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, maybe this is like a prestige thing, and Starscream doesn't know which one's the original.
2: Ooh. That would have been more interesting, but that's not what happens.
0: No, well, and also presumably, that would have
2: been harder to happen because Starscream lacks a transformation. Code. Yes, as
1: it yeah, turns out, there's there's that one significant difference between them and Starscream.
0: Yeah, so he clo- he everybody must get cloned. <laughs> he clones himself into uh, and there, there's a he's like doing some he's Frankensteining these clones and the there's a bunch of like falling sparks and they look really cool.
1: Yes. Yeah. But not like souls. Just sparks.
0: No, like like actual sparks. <laughs> yes. like, like in like the from welding. Yes. Or like in a Frankenstein movie.
1: Yes.
2: Or like in a music video from the eighties.
0: Yes. Yes. Somewhere a member of Heart is playing the saxophone. <laughs> huh? Anyway, so he is uh He's cloned five Starscream clones, uh, because that is now a thing that Starscream does. Yep. Y- yes.
1: This is, this is an accepted part of things Starscream tends to do. Is be very yep. hard to kill and clone himself.
0: Except these do not appear to be distinct personality traits of Starscream. These are just all a bunch of Starscreams.
1: Which seems like it might be a bad idea. I'm just and saying. And indeed,
0: spoilers. The it was a worst bad idea. Ron Howard voice. It was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, Bulkhead has found a hole and has fallen into it.
1: <laughs> Oops! Wah-wah.
0: It's it's like an energon depot. Where they've got a bunch of energon in like these kind of neat little boxes.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a very nice hole. It's all like, got rocks. It's got a rock wall to it. And it's, you know, it's pretty big. It's a very nice it's, hole. It's like, As holes a, go. It's a giant well. Yeah. It's
0: and unfortunately, built. there is no Lassie to tell the Autobots that Bulkhead has fallen down into this <laughs> well and knocked himself unconscious.
1: Alas, that would be Bumblebee.
0: So when they, uh, so when they suck up this, uh, uh, this they, they bring down like a big tube to suck up this energon. They also end up bringing Bulkhead along for the ride, which is how he got in the ship at the beginning.
1: And now we know.
0: Yes. And meanwhile, Starscream has sent off his Armada <laughs> title drop.
1: Okay, uh, so to, actually uh, that isn't the title drop. We get another title drop later. We yeah, we get two. two
0: title drops because he calls them... Is Armada.
1: Okay. Well then I would like to just take a moment to point out that this is like completely not appropriate usage of the the term Armada. Because Armada is not synonymous with army. Armada would be synonymous with fleet. It's specifically ships and it can be extended to spaceships. But yeah, it implies we'll something that's that's Candy. like big containers of other things. It implies I, I will note that uh,
0: the Transformers has a long history of
1: misusing um, the word Armada.
0: Of misusing the word Armada because it has previously been uh, used to mean an extra Cyclonus.
1: Yes, <laughs> one guy. Just the your one, your one buddy.
0: Yep. Hey, it's me, Armada.
1: I still think that guy's name is Armada. I mean, not I really, I, but... wish that had... I do. I wish that that's a thing that should
2: be picked up in actual fiction at some point. There's this one guy named Armada who hangs
0: out with Cyclonus. Oh,
2: well, hung out with Cyclonus at one time and then disappeared, off on his own <laughs> adventure.
0: <laughs> oh, we got we got lost on the way to Cybertron. <laughs> anyway, we find that the the notable difference between Starscream and his clones is that they can transform, but his he having had his cogs stolen by Mech cannot.
1: He is very irate about this too. Well, I mean, yeah. That has he not seen the island? It's it's time you know noted Michael Bay film of the island. It just means that it it's, even has
0: some footage from. Uh, well, actually, I guess Dark of the Moon has some footage from the island in it.
1: Yeah. Yes. My point is, clones are for organ harvesting.
2: Yep. Well, yeah, which it, it's like you think that will be Starscream's first, thought? It's like, okay, you four fly off and attack Megatron. You, you're my second in command. You're staying here for a special <laughs> operation I have for you.
1: Yes. Yep. <laughs> but no, he sends them all off foolishly, his delicious organ donors.
0: And indeed, uh, we now cut to the beginning of the episode. That guy gets beat, beaten to death, and Starscream feels it because these are kind of like his horcruxes. cruxes.
1: <laughs> i guess that's the binary bond in action there
0: ah
2: the tomax is to his Zaymot. Yes.
1: yes oh i love that stuff it's ridiculous
0: so bulkhead uh, kills this guy and he gets to a uh, gets to a control panel tries to uh Tries to get a message out, but instead accidentally turns on the alarm. And this alarm that's going off really just made me think of the opening instrumental to Queen's You're My Best Friend.
2: <laughs> okay. It's like
0: this electronic beeping. Oh, you're making me live. Whatever this world can give to me. I, was Ooh, that, I don't that remember I that
2: song in, in uh, Flash Gordon,
0: so... Have you not seen Shaun of the Dead?
2: Yeah. Um. Oh, the, wait.
0: Is, is my the, singing that bad?
2: <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I, I, don't know I, I'm, I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead in a while. Mostly, I remember is the the cue stick beating song. and
0: I actually forget which one that was. If it was a Queen song, that's mm. it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you're my best friend. Yeah, my memory anyway. of her songs is horrible. Oh. Anyway, so uh so this is going on. Viacons are scrambling, but also there are multiple Starscreams running around here, and to complicate matters further, uh this sends off a beacon that's detected by Arachnid. <gasps> yeah, just just detected by her. She
2: doesn't like have any special sensors or, or little Base anywhere? She's just flying around a helicopter mode. It's like, oh, they turned on the smoke alarm or whatever the fuck. <laughs>
0: this uh, this uh, Decepticon base is protected by ADT.
1: <laughs> Look, she's a she's a stalker. She's a professional stalker. So of course, she's just got all this stuff already set up and figured out. She's a stalker. She's been listening. Well, into it's time for it, her
0: uh... to. She goes full on wicked witch here, and she sends her pretties, <laughs> by which I mean her zillion insecticons, uh, to go after the nemesis.
1: Again, not an armada, even though Yeah, she because calls she also calls this her armada. Yeah,
0: an armada of bugs.
1: You, no, dead. no,
0: like it's a it's a swarm. It's a they swarm. have a name for it. Ooh, yeah, that would have been better.
1: <laughs> there, there is already a word for this.
0: And then the Autobots detect this giant mass of robot bugs. So, And obviously they don't know where Bulkhead is. So they are going to send out. They have to fight some Insecticons, but good news. Remember how they had all that trouble with that one Insecticon uh, a few episodes ago?
1: Mm-hmm. So it's time for lots of well, them. It,
0: well, it, yes, it turns out that Insecticons are like ninjas.
1: <laughs> the well, more of them there one are. One ninja,
0: look out. Yes. A lot of ninjas, pfft, <laughs> one kick they're down
2: that, that also <laughs> follows standard um anime robot rules like the first time a new robot shows up it's like oh it's difficult to beat and then the next time he shows up there's five of them um, eh, we can kill them easy
0: so like the first time uh, like a like a zaku showed up everybody was all oh no check out this thing
2: yes yeah well the amro did have the advantage of learning computer in his gundam but uh oh another example a Godzilla. The first time Mechagodzilla shows up, it takes Godzilla and King Caesar to beat him. In the next movie, Godzilla beats up Mechagodzilla and Titanosaurus. <laughs> I,
1: I was also. I'm, su-
0: I'm afraid you. Uh, I'm afraid you mispronounced "learning computer." It's actually "learning computer."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was. My brain is a learning computer. That, that actually, it's more. It's it's like the Gundam, you know. It's the big, awesome, amazing one, but. By the time they got to having a bunch of them, they were just the gym, which is just the downgraded general purpose generic version. And yeah, those are like... Wait,
0: is there a a kind of called a gym? Yes. There
1: is. It's basically like... like, like
0: J-I-M?
1: No, No, it's G-M. Well, first G-M. GM. I love them. Oh. They have this great visor that always looks like they're about to get punched in the face and they don't want to be punched in the face.
0: Yeah,
2: they they kind of have cyber jet face, sort of.
0: Okay.
1: But they're basically like the generic mass production suit that they made, after, that the Gundam was the prototype of. But then, like, they were just the shitty mass production one, and so... <laughs>
2: well, so I think a later I- version of the GM actually is called the Gym and then there's the Jigen and other things later.
0: Anyway, if they're called the GM, I assume the undercarriage also rusts out, and they don't start if it gets too cold.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, yes, I assume that the name is based on, like, Jeep originally being GP, the general purpose vehicle.
0: Although that origins of that vary. Some people also say it's named after a Popeye character.
2: I thought it was the other way around.
0: I think the Popeye character predates the Jeep.
2: Okay, well, the car. it probably went from the general purpose vehicle to, hey, that sounds like Jeep. Let's call it Jeep.
1: You mm. also have things like the gym cannon and other variants on the gym because they're the general purpose one. So basically, yes, the mass produced version of any enemy or I guess non-enemy is crappy and will blow up immediately when you punch it in the face. <laughs>
0: So anyway, uh, it's RC, Bumblebee, and Prime who, uh, go over to fight these insecticons. But of course, uh, Arachnid is there, so RC has to go and attack her, leaving Prime and Bee to deal with the insecticons.
1: Her murder sense is tingling. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like, must kill. Must kill.
0: And meanwhile, Megatron is just having a real weird day.
1: (laughs) <laughs> also, this whole landscape that they're fighting on with the, like, I don't know. The, basically, I've been playing too much Skyrim again, and it really just made me want to go mine and, I don't know, probably shoot arrows at some wolves. It just reminded uh, me very much of generic Skyrim landscape.
2: Well, also, I think, like, most of the landscapes you are ones that we've seen before. Like, the, the cliff thingy, I think it's from, like, way back in, like, the first episode. <laughs> like, over a uh-huh. pit. Yeah, that might be. Or just following the basic "let's go all film at the rock quarry again" thing that happens <laughs> in live action. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: It's it, it's it's the Doctor Who rock quarry again.
2: Yes. The Power Rangers walk rock quarry. The Super Sentai rock quarry.
0: Um, and of course the uh, the Kirk Rocks yes. in uh, Bronson Canyon. Oh
2: yes. The um, <laughs> the fuck is it actually called?
0: I mean, it's Bronson Canyon. Is it Bronson? No,
2: I thought the rocks had a specific
0: name. I know people actually do call them the Kirk rocks. I
2: thought there was something else. Eh, maybe I'm
0: just thinking about that. Anyway. Oh, the Vasquez rocks.
2: Mm-hmm. Ah, Yeah, because also around there, there's like a cave that's been in a shitload of movies. Mm-hmm.
0: You ever get mistaken for a rock Vasquez? No. <laughs> Have you? you. <laughs> Anyway, so Megatron, he gets to the bridge. They're under attack from a bunch of bugs, and then suddenly he is also cornered by f- a bunch of Starscreams.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep, the four remaining Starscreams advance on him from all quarters.
0: And he's like, "Well, hey, uh I I've, I've clearly figured out what's going on. And why don't I make you collectively my second in command if you kill Starscream?"
1: He's too smart. <laughs> he's just he knows exactly how to deal with star screams and he can just, you know, extrapolate that to the best way to deal with four star screams, which is to turn them all against each other.
0: <laughs> and they they are indeed thinking about it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Also, uh, at one point here, there's there's another generic Steve Bloom-sounding Viacon and it just yes. reminds me of how a lot of the Star Wars cartoons have just generic Steve Bloom-sounding stormtroopers, <laughs> and, you know, obviously they're just the stormtroopers.
0: I think there's also a Welker-sounding guy, too.
1: Yes! Hmm. Towards the end of the episode, there's, like, a Welker-sounding Viacon and I was like, what?
2: Freddie Jones is a Viacon Oh. Huh.
0: Yeah, he, he wants us to split up and look for clues.
1: <laughs> he,
0: also, he's wearing an ascot for some reason.
1: No, this this wasn't <laughs> rebirth. He didn't just sound like Freddy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, rebirth.
0: Uh, anyway, so everybody's distracted by this Insecticon attack, so Megatron just starts some clone murder.
2: Yep. Yeah, because they're all, oh no, bugs! We're scared! We're skinny little star screams. You all die quickly.
0: And uh, and the other yeah. one just pieces out. Yeah, one manages to escape, which is unfortunate because I really wanted to see one of these guys get eaten by bugs.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that one of nope. them. Megatron's eaten by bugs just like
0: nice.
1: I was gonna have some fun and like pit these guys against each other, but now all there's there's this other stuff going on outside, and just I'll just kill them.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm actually surprised one of them didn't like break through a wall and just like start chomping on somebody. And Megatron has to be especially pissed off because none of
0: the other Decepticons are there.
2: Yeah, yeah they're like
0: on break today. It's weird. Like Knockout's not there, Dreadwing's not there, even Soundwave isn't there and he's always there.
1: Yeah, like where they <laughs> having oh, yeah, a Soundwave. party somewhere else. Yeah, That is weird. They were like
2: Soundwave isn't in the episode at all, is he?
1: In some no. <laughs> in some that random is... Energon mine somewhere. And, um, 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 I mean, uns um, oons. Um.
2: I get it. You don't have Knockout there. He, he's at the rave with the surviving Viacons because they've been slowly dwindling as the series has been going on. But yeah, why the fuck is a sound wave there? You don't have to pay a voice actor. I know. I know. He's
1: got to be the DJ.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, this is
1: true. He's, he's got to be the DJ at Knockout's rave. And I guess Dreadwing has to be the guy who's just standing by the wall brooding about how his dumb friends made him come to this stupid dance party and he doesn't even like to <laughs> dance. It
2: It's a rave, but it's a rave as a funeral
1: for Breakdown, which
2: there's been no mention of his death, so it might as well be nope. now.
0: It, it's like an Irish wake.
1: Aww, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Again, they still have to get Soundwave to DJ.
0: Well, yes. And then Dreadwing's all, I don't even know who this is. (laughs) I met him briefly once when we were sent on a botched murder mission. And then he was murdered.
1: (laughs) I was sent to kill him, and then someone else killed him, and I don't even know the guy.
0: No, they were going to murder Arachnid.
1: Oh, that's right. Well, yes,
2: but... I, I think he would actually put it upon himself to write a nice eulogy. He's that kind of guy. Oh, of
0: course. Well, and he's, he's got that whole Klingon thing going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He you would have to give a nice speech.
0: He's probably going to do that thing where he is like, like you got the body and he like screams over it or something. Klingon's
1: <laughs> <to>. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they don't have that exactly in Tony Todd's voice.
0: No, I, they're, they're waiting for that to do the funeral. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Megatron's fighting all sorts of bugs. Uh, there's a pretty great shot where we see, like, this Viacon sort of toppling off the <clears throat> ship.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's dead. Insecticon and Viacon violence.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, RC has, uh, ended up inside the hive battling Arachnid. And she gets her immersion. She, Arachnid has this weird line where she's all, "Well, if you're gonna kill me, make it hurt."
1: Yeah, I'd return the favor.
0: A... Yeah, because she obviously would, and then it's the
2: basic designated girl fight again. Which yeah, it's a good I one. I really,
1: I really appreciate at least that they they didn't like turn it into this "Oh, but you're just like me" thing. Because I mean, RC yeah, is kind of a murder cruchy. beast, but let's not lampshade yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I mean, she generally has like a good reason for the people she kills. It's just that a lot of people she has a good reason
1: to kill a lot of people. Yes, she is. Yeah, that, given that's good reason to kill many people.
2: That that's a line I I really never want to hear again because it always plays at the same as like oh we're not too different you and I and then the hero's always like no we're nothing alike it's like it would be if you're gonna do that shit the hero say yeah we are and then
1: just kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, RC's I mean, like I'm not to... like that. Thankfully,
0: but RC actually she refrains from murder here because she maneuvers Arachnid into one of these Insecticon pods, <laughs> and she gets trapped.
2: Which later on they call a stasis pod, and it's really weird looking stasis pod.
0: Yes, yes, that it's it's true. She is going to be on our podcast.
1: Yes, yeah, it, it- <laughs> yay! She's going to be our <laughs> new guest.
2: Oh, 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 that would be the best get ever that's never gonna happen um
1: <laughs> no. was a thought
2: it, it, it's it, it doesn't look well we're used to stasis pods which look like weird metal lozenges from beast wars this is more like um an evil kinder egg thing
0: and it's like an alien sort of pod looking thing yeah <laughs> it's like layers of metal and glass all points it's
1: got a flat bottom that's weird
2: well maybe it's embedded in the ground and it's not entirely flat.
0: It's just flat yeah, I'm, I well I I know we're gonna see this later and it does at least lay flat when they put oh. it when they stand it upright. Because uh-huh. I think well the Autobots keep it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She takes it I back and you're,
0: <laughs> you're not just gonna leave serial killer in a can out for somebody to find.
1: Yeah. No. Somebody's gonna open that can and then, oh boy. it never goes well. Probably some like human It's not gonna be good. Anyway,
0: so as soon as this happens, the uh Insecticons, like a bunch of baby ducks, immediately then imprint on Megatron. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: I, I which my immediate thought is, wait, have, have they suffered from a uh, following a new form of government here? Yes. Are these guys just Sharkticons in insect form?
1: Well, they they <laughs> apologized to him, and they seem like it. Almost seems like they are actually programmed to consider Megatron their leader. Except Arachnid yeah, but- was kind of overriding that by...
0: Right, because she has her- the insect powers.
1: Yeah, with her insect powers, because they are like, you know, we are sorry for attacking you, our true liege, or something along those lines. Right. So yeah. I- it's
0: like when a guy has, like, animal control powers and he, like, turns Tigra against the rest of the Avengers.
1: Yes. Exactly. I was exactly thinking more like, like when that. somebody
2: somebody killed the head vampire... And,
0: and, and your mind control just fades away. That's a bit of that, too. And th- th- I really like this shot where the, the insecticons are sort of perched on this, on the nemesis around Megatron.
2: Yes. Like a, a armada of,
1: bu- or a swarm of bugs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also they're talking now.
1: Yeah, I guess she was yeah. hindering that, too.
2: Or maybe they just didn't have anything to say.
1: Yeah, that's also possible. Other
2: than horse scream.
0: Horse scream. I mean,
1: she didn't want to talk to them. They were just bug people to be used.
0: (laughs) Or she could talk to them telepathically, like Aquaman.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Bulkhead sure served no purpose to this plot, huh? Well,
0: well, not yet, because Bulkhead is still on the ship, and he's... Alright, well, he's getting off here, so he gets to, like, this big furnace, which is... This is, a, like, a cool design, where it's, like, a robot arm that's picking up these uh, crates of energon and putting them into this big furnace thing.
2: Yeah, it, it reminded me of something, but I'm not entirely sure what. Like, almost like a Tron thing, but not really.
0: Anyway, Bulkit decides, well, you know, I'm, uh well, you know, while I'm here, am I going to get a chance to break this again? So he so he smashes it and yes. he uh, he escapes that he escapes this conflagration as the ship just crashes into like this big cliff.
2: Yeah. So he just drives away instead of having to jump off the ship.
0: Yes. Good job. Uh, yeah. He gets he just drives back into base and uh, you, you guys aren't going to believe the day I had. And then he sees the arachnid is just like in this weird pod and he's all well maybe you will believe the day I had
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I don't think he knew this whole insecticon attack happened
1: yeah I uh, yeah I don't think he really did did he that I mean he known. probably figured out something weird was going on but yeah I don't think he knew that's what it was.
0: So, the, uh, the, the surviving clone gets back to, uh, back to Starscream and says, well, you know, we, we blew it. And then they, and then he's, he's about to betray the original. But then Starscream shoots him. And then as we fade to black, we get Starscream experiencing the pain of the last clone's death. And that's a <laughs> weird way to end an episode.
1: <laughs> uh, it's
2: very Starscream.
0: It was yeah.
1: almost, but not quite an owl my foot.
0: S- yes. It was like, just- owl my soul, I guess? I don't know how this works.
1: <laughs>
2: well, for, from the posing, I'm assuming he blew off the other Starscream's head. Yeah. So he probably has a splitting headache now.
0: Yeah. Ow, my empathic connection to my clone.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Basically. But yeah, but now we I should
0: technically
2: have a T-Cog right there.
0: I'm He's pretty there. sure that is actually what happens.
2: Yeah. Better be, because otherwise, like, why the hell even have the spares? Why have one come back?
1: You know, other than Starscream to
2: Megatron, Starscream, which was kind of fun.
1: I didn't even remember the whole subplot thing with Arachnid getting all these Insecticons, and I guess that's because it lasts approximately an episode and a half. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because that is a wrap on Arachnid for a long time
2: for a season. I, because I, I don't remember if I saw this episode previously. I've seen where she comes Mm. back. Because I think, I think yes. I at some point in season two I stopped watching. At some point in season three, as it was ending, I started watching. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is the last time that we are actually going to hear um, Gina Torres until like season three. Alas. <laughs> yeah, we're on episode. What is this?
1: Uh, ten ten I mean? is episode thirty-six.
0: Thirty-six. We next hear her in episode
1: sixty. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, that's going to be a while.
0: Yeah, we're we're cutting that uh, that guest star budget a little.
1: Yeah. Oh. Because well. we're
0: we're pretty much done with Clancy Brown.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're mm-hmm. we're done with Adam Baldwin.
1: Yeah. Yay! And we're done done with Adam Baldwin. We're gonna have a little Clancy Brown again, but not a lot.
0: Yeah, we are gonna have. I, I think we have like two more episodes of Clancy Brown.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: But and now again, f-
0: one of those is way in the future.
1: But now we've brought in Tony Todd.
0: Yep. We, uh, we said his name three times into the mirror, and we summoned him.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you again to casting director Virginia Madsen. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, that is Armada. Uh, kind of a fun episode, just because there's so much weird stuff going on.
1: Yeah, yeah and it, it was, that was in- a really good R.C. arachnid fight. That was just, yes. normally I just sorta of end up kinda of tuning out during fights even when I don't mean to, but that was a really good fight.
0: Yes. I mean the, the fight choreography in this is almost invariably excellent.
1: Yes. Still, I have many complaints about the, uh, the misuse, the chronic misuse of the word armada. Uh, However, I would like to talk to you all about my fanon, about how Sparkplug is actually sort of like Rodimus, if Rodimus was also the Matrix. (laughs) I'm not actually going to tell you about it.
0: Anyway, so yes, that is... uh... That is Armada. Um, you can find us all – until next time, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter. Uh, we're on Tumblr. Um, maybe we're not on Tumblr anymore. Nobody what? goes to Tumblr anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't updated in quite a while, and then
0: Tumblr sort of imploded. Uh. Uh, but we are on Facebook. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, of course, we also have a Patreon.
1: Yes. yes. Uh, that is at Iacon, That is at Patreon.com slash Underground. Uh, where we have that set up uh, at uh, <laughs> words words are suddenly words. failing me. I can uh, I this month we're talking about Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee. Bumblebee
0: and Enter the Spider Verse.
1: Yes,
2: Bumblebee.
0: you get a double dose.
1: Talking about both most exciting movies of December. Also, I guess there there was another exciting movie that I haven't seen yet. Because I'm a loser.
0: Well, it was, it was a pretty
2: good December for movies.
0: So that, uh, was that Aquaman?
1: Yeah, it was pretty good December for movies. You kind of had to pick it and was. choose. Uh,
0: and really I even enjoyed Aquaman.
1: Yeah. Good, good. I will have I mean, to it was see the, it when I can. It was
0: the least of the three movies I saw this December, but uh, not bad. Good. Got uh, got some good Black Manta in that movie.
1: Yay!
0: Huh. And also, so many like distinguished dignified actors very seriously using the words ocean master <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so also on uh, iconunderground.net you can find our monthly podcast we're doing right now where we're slowly going through the episodes of ssss.gridman baby don don <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, so please join us uh, next time when we will uh, take a ride on a flying mind. Yeah. Until then, I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm.
0: Diddy.